Hey, it's almost the weekend, fans. It's Daz here. Just wanted to give you all a heads up that we've got a special guest for this episode, Ash, the horror guru. Super keen for you all to have a listen. I just wanted to let you know that we had a few audio issues during recording, so I kind of sound like I'm at the bottom of the ocean in a tin can, Uh, but not to worry. Joe and Ash are there. They sound fantastic. Beautiful dulcet tones. I hope you have a really good time listening to this show. We can't wait to have more guests on in the future, and I promise the audio is only going to get better. It's almost the weekend! Hello. Hi! Oh, hell yeah. Who is this? We have a guest. Oh my god, I'm so excited for this. Uh, this is Ash. Ash, do you want to do a quick introduction? Or, I mean, I can introduce you if you like. Um, I could do something a little little quick, a little cheeky. Hello. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm Ashley, a game designer from Melbourne. Uh, currently working on mobile. Uh, in my spare time, I also embroider and I make rugs. Oh my god, that's and, amazing. Yeah, and uh, I'm just here for a good time. Not a long one. Yeah, we're here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> I like it. And you work at EA, right? Correct, yes. Yeah, cool, cool. Nice. And everything Hell I yeah. say on this podcast does not reflect on my I really should have done one of those as well. I haven't. I really should. At some point, maybe I should go back and edit all the episodes to have like my opinions and the thoughts of, uh, do not reflect that of my employer somewhere. I don't know. I should. <laughs> that would be the, that would be the smart thing to do. Oh, no, you should be fine. I feel like your work's pretty easygoing. It's pretty chill. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Yeah. I don't know. I do I do a lot of slurs on this podcast, Ash. I you know what? When I see you you, you kind of look like a slur guy. So I get it. No, I'm <laughs> yeah. kidding. Jerry does not look like a slur guy. I did not I retract um, everything I said. Jerry is like incredible and fantastic. Me too, me too. <laughs> There's no slurs here. Um so Ash, how was your week? How was my week? So my week well it's the whole Christmas oh. New Year week, so yeah. I feel like it's all just chaotic. Yeah. Yeah. Utter uh, chaos. It's the first it's the first week back in twenty twenty three. It's so nice that uh we've got a guest. I'm I'm just so excited that you're here, Ash, and we get to hear about your week and who you are and what you've been playing. I'm here for it all. Thanks, Daz. I'm actually really <laughs> excited. I think this is the first time I've been on a podcast. Like I've been a guest on a podcast. So, you know, twenty twenty three. So far so good. Sweet. Yeah. Nice. How was your New Year's? Did you go out? Uh, I went to a friend's place and then uh, I had a bit to eat, had a bit to drink, chilled out. Um, and then I went to another friend's place um, and spent the countdown New Year's hitting midnight thing on the beach, which is very nice. Oh, cool. that's nice. Yeah. Um, and then went back to their place and uh drank a little more and uh watched embarrassing bodies until like 5 a.m uh, i love <laughs> that show what is yeah. embarrassing bodies uh ash you gotta tell oh, them oh man it's like this show that was it's an english show um and they showed it for a few years on uh tv here and it's essentially just three doctors set up a mobile clinic in the middle of the street somewhere in England. And then they just get people popping in and talking about uh, issues that they've had for years, whether it's like something on their, can I say butthole? Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. I've got a discoloration. It's been there for eight years. Pretty and I'm much. never worried about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like sometimes there'll be themed episodes like, uh, season one is like an episode about uh, breasts and like it's like our episodes and they just sort of yeah. go through they either like host little information sessions or then you'll get individual people that come in um, it's great it's really informative and really funny and um, it just <laughs> it just makes me it just kills me that people will be like I have been dealing with this for like 20 years and it's like, please just go to the doctor. Trust me, they've seen it all before. They've seen yeah. things 
10 times worse. Yeah. You know? I love, I love the thing that gets them is like, they're just strolling the street and there just happens to be a doctor's <laughs> clinic right in the middle of the freeway or whatever. And they're just like, you know what? This is the time. Yeah. <laughs> this is it. This, this is the thing that breaks me. I'm assuming that like the treatment for whatever they come in for is free. So that's yeah. what sort of sways people to go up to them and talk to them about certain issues. Um, because some of them are like, you know, full surgeries to yeah. fix or, uh, you know, to help whatever is like giving them issues, right? Yeah. So it's like they oh probably get free surgery or something like that. Yeah. 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 You'd want to hope it was free if you were being filmed as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, they just show full, yeah, everything, everything on TV. They show it all, baby. Show yeah. it all. Oh my God. That sounds like such a good kind of like trashy group activity. It's great. Yeah. It's good. It's it's just you get all the juicy gossip. You get to see some real messed up stuff. It's just a good time all around. <laughs> Sick. Hell yeah. Daz, how was your New Year's? Um, man, I was uh, in bed by 10 p.m. Very, Perfect. very extremely tame. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I just been whittling away at some, at some video games, which has been really nice. You know, the holiday season oh, yeah. is usually like really hectic. Um, but yeah, this year just basically stayed in my room, play games all holidays. So really good. Excellent. Yeah, that perfect. What, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what have you been playing? I know one of the games you've been playing, but what are the oh. other games you've been playing? Oh my God. So I finished Outer Wilds and I just had a beautiful time. It really, it, it fed my soul. You know, when like you, uh, you go to a friend's house for dinner or something and you sit down and you're like, Oh, I'm not really that hungry. But then they put this beautiful meal in front of you. And all of a sudden you're like famished and you've got this huge appetite. Mm. That was like Outer Wilds for me. I just, I didn't know I needed it, but I needed it so bad. Um, yeah. Remarkable game. Top tier exploration. Um, just kind of the answer to every game I've played that would have benefited from no combat. Mm. Um, yeah, very, very special. I've heard uh, nothing but good things about Outer Wilds, so... Mm, yeah, and I, I kind of found that a bit intimidating going in because I'd only heard everyone you speak to is like, oh, it's so special, it feeds... I mean, everyone just says what I just said, and now I'm, you know, I'm one of the clan. It just, <laughs> yeah, it has that effect. Uh, and yeah, I've just been chipping away at Kentucky Route Zero, which is oh. our game club game for this month. <gasps> yeah, oh, I love Ash. the game club game. That's amazing. Yeah. That's such a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you caught uh, one of the episodes, Ash, but the last, last, the last game club we had was uh, Sayonara Wild Hearts. I still need to play that. Oh, it was so good. It was mm. so good. That was the last mm. episode we recorded, I think, if my memory's not as busted as it used to be. Anyway, um, and we recorded it in person. I re- went to visit Aubrey and see Daz and hang out, and we recorded it in person. It was very sleek. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah it was fun. It was very fun. First, first live recording in 40 episodes. <laughs> You've hit 40 already. Oh, my God. Yeah. I feel old. I feel, like, weathered. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god. The ravages of time. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's that's where I'm at. What about you, Joe? Oh man. Um, yeah, my New Year's was pretty chill. I just uh, we we had Jamie's little sister around, and we had some party poppers to pop, and we watched. Uh, we watched a movie. It was animated, and it was fine. I can't remember what it was. I went oh, to the fine, movies. Fine as in serviceable or fine as in, oh, it was fine. It was serviceable. It was serv- I think I had a good time watching it. Oh, geez, I can't remember what it was right now, though. Um, and then the next day I went to see Lyle, Lyle Crocodile in the cinemas with her, which was not very good, but very pretty. <laughs> like, the crocodile looked really cool. And, yeah. Uh, Sounds and then, like a really cute time. Yeah, it was. It was adorable. She loved it, even though I thought it was dumb. Um it's just so much singing, man. So much singing about it. A movie in a movie about a singing crocodile, they really made the crocodile sing a lot. <laughs> um, and then yeah, dude, I finished uh, God of War Ragnarok today. Oh, what are your what are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I'm glad I played it, but I don't think I liked it. I thought I think it was like pretty fine <laughs> the whole time, pretty okay. <laughs> sort of like Lyle Lyle Crocodile it was just fine. Uh, <laughs> The yeah. same. You're really going to to put those two on the same pedestal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Ah, you're <laughs> brave. Like, brave I know. Groups. Yeah, right. I was saying this the other day, Ash, on the pod. Like, I have, when I first started playing it, I had some very negative opinions about God of War Ragnarok. And I was like, I cannot say these things on Twitter. I'll be crucified in the public, <laughs> opinion, the public opinion. But uh, yeah, I, I thought it, it's just sort of was, you know, it's it's like the, um, what is it? Like the most delicious meal you've ever had. It looks beautiful. Why are we, we're like big on like food analogies on this podcast, apparently. Yeah. I mean, we love cooking in a video game as well. Mm. It's just, it's a low key obsession yeah yeah I get it. okay so yeah it was very pretty very triple a um but i felt as though i didn't really have anything to say and it wasn't really like evolving on the uh the last one at all it was just like okay keep going do some more god of war um which is fine i guess that's all the sequel really needs to be is just more of that but a little bit extra um yeah, yeah. i think a lot of people would be stoked with that because i think i think yeah. the 2018 redo was a was a big hit yeah yeah i and i really liked the, the 2018 redo i thought it was a bit long and same i thought this one was quite long too i think it was 24 hours for my playtime which is like way too long games are too long games are too games long these days oh, <laughs> Ash, you can long. come back <laughs> we, we were we were saying previously that god of war would just be the best experience if it was like four to six hours long and it was just this kind of laser focused experience of like the atreus and and uh, big dado story yep mm. yeah and like a like a boss rush or something where like there's a little bit of exploration but it's just like every direction you go in there's like a dope boss to fight which is like to me the highlight of the game right is like fighting the big the big guys for sure um yeah there was some cool cool cinematic boss fight stuff some really great character acting like there was this one scene with this one character i won't spoil um who just like kind of blew me away out of nowhere they were sort of just like a side character and i was like wow you really just went there and it was quite uh impactful right. um but yeah apart from that i just sort of felt like i just played it just so i could say that i had played it yep. <laughs> yeah um, yeah yeah I, I think i i you know it was okay it was uh and i've been playing grounded with daz here have you played oh, grounded? at the beginning like at the very uh, start i think before it was fully released i think they put maybe an, an early version on game pass yeah, that's yeah. when I played it. Um, but I'd be meaning to get back into it Ugh. because I kind of enjoyed what I played. I just wanted more depth. So now that it's like, I think it's fully released now, right? I think so, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. So I wouldn't mind going back and and really giving it a proper go. Yeah. Well, if, if, if you're as thirsty as you say we are, Joe and I play all the time and you would be super welcome to, to join us. Interesting. <laughs> Yeah, we've been playing a lot, almost pretty much every day for the last yeah. week and or two. It's uh, yeah, it's been a, been a lot of grounded. But, oh um, shit! Okay, so yeah. I'm taking it you're both enjoying it. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've um, noticed that I'm not really a big fan of those type of games. Not like I understand why people like them. You know, the games where you're just sort of resource collecting and you're building yeah. and all of that. Just they just don't seem to get me. Only specific ones with certain gimmicks do. Like I loved, I loved Raft. Oh, yeah, um, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, grounded. I have a, had a lot of fun with, but if you just give me like, I don't know, like a Valheim or a, um, Conan Exiles. Yeah, yeah. I'm just sort of like, nah, not for me. Yeah, I yeah, can't. Yeah. yeah, it needs some sort of like, it needs to either look different or it needs some sort of gimmick. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get you. Yeah. Well, the, the grounded gimmick is kind of related to our topic today because it is terrifying. There are so many moments in Grounded that scare the crap out of me that I don't uh, experience in other resource-based games. Yeah, if you're, like, scared of spiders or scared of creepy crawlies, then this game's genuinely quite scary for you. <laughs> yeah, I remember getting uh, my first time uh, when I met a wolf spider. I think it was yeah, a little spider near a tree or something like that. And I was like, nope, okay, I'm good. You know what? Yeah. I'm just going over here for a bit. And I'm yeah. not usually afraid of spiders, but just the whole bigness of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're so tiny and the music is so loud and they're so scary and they've got like 8,000 eyes. Yeah, it's not a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they did a great job of the animation as well. The way that, like, I think last time we fought a wolf spider, as there was like, they were walking start sideways, like strafing along and trying to get oh you. It's God. like uh, spiders shouldn't shouldn't look like that. Yeah, no, I went I went full fight or flight last time we played. I was not ready. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 
understandable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very much like that. And I've been playing some Disco Elysium as well, just chipping away. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, I need yeah. to pick that up. I mean, I've, yeah. got, I've got it. My friend uh, gave it to me, I think, last Christmas, and I still haven't played. Yeah. And I've heard so many good things. They just, it's just it's too many games. It's just too, it's many, too games. many games. Yeah. There are, there are too many games. That, that is one of the good ones though. That's a, that's one to make a priority for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I'm out here trying to finish mediocre God of War Ragnarok instead I should be finishing Disco Elysium, but that's all right. Um, yeah, that was, that, I think that's all I've been doing, all I've been playing. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's a that's a good kind of two games to bounce between. Honestly, like grounded God of War and Disco Elysium. I feel like you're covering a lot of genres. Yeah, I am. Yeah, got to slow down or speed up. I don't know. <laughs> speed up. Go full full tilt. Like just just smash out as much as you can. Yeah. <laughs> dedication. I want I want dedication at least twenty hours a day. Twenty hours. Wanna... Yeah, yeah. Do you actually want to do it? <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> oh my god. All right, well, I've got some uh, chicken feed for you guys. Uh, oh, I should say, Ash, just in case you're unfamiliar, we refer to the news as the three-piece feed. Um, <laughs> Delicious not... and nutritious, yes. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, we're, yeah. Not, we're not sponsored by KFC or anything, but it's, it just, it's just happened this way. Um, yeah. and, and, like, it's pretty slim pickings right now. I mean, both for this news and also for KFC, because right now there's a chicken <laughs> and potato shortage in Australia. Is um, a chicken shortage as well? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've no seen way. pictures of like Nando's in Melbourne saying like, there's no chicken on our menu today. Oh, no. What do they have if not chicken? <laughs> I, so I don't upsetting. know. Beans, yeah. lentils. That's what, <laughs> right, what right. they've got to go to. Um, alrighty. So yeah, I, uh, you know, it's, I usually come with like three wings or something like this, but this mm. is more of a four nugget scenario. Right. I wouldn't um, be mad at four nuggets though. So that's, <laughs> I'm okay with that. Yeah. Four nuggets better than zero nuggets. Exactly. Um, all right. So first nugget, uh, apparently Dragon's Dogma 2 is in production and it's progressing well. Um, so we got a tweet from their director earlier in the week and uh yeah this is this is an ip that i haven't really uh played but i know there's a small and fiercely passionate player base have you guys played any of the dragon's dogma games no i have not you have ash i have and i love it oh i'm part yeah. of that fan base there's tens of us <laughs> <laughs> no yeah, I, cool. I had such a good time i actually bought dragon's dogma well it was actually a bit of a I, i'm this is a bit embarrassing putting Go out on. all my dirty Go laundry on, on this yeah, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so i was not interested in dragon's dogma however so I'm a big Resident Evil fan. And oh, yeah. if you bought Dragon's Dogma, you got the Resident Evil 6 demo with it. Oh. So I essentially just pur purchased Dragon's Dogma to get this Resident Evil 6 demo. <laughs> right, right, right. But I ended up loving Dragon's Dogma. Uh, so uh worked out well for me. Um, oh, my God. That's such a cute story. That reminds me of, like, couples when they talk about how they first met. <laughs> yeah, but I'm unfortunately married to resident evil six <laughs> great <Fair>. thanks <laughs> no um, <laughs> uh no yeah so that's my uh dragon's dogma story it's just a really good fun rpg like yeah, and just cool. the mechanics of like climbing monsters right um, yeah they did that whole like shadow of the colossus thing but it looked a lot easier than shadow of the colossus yeah it was it's just so much fun and just add like you're you know if you're facing against a giant ogre you can just climb on their back and just start stabbing them it's great that's yeah that's so cool. cool that's cool i think a lot of um games of the same ilk have that issue where they introduce these monstrous colossal enemies and you end up just slapping their feet for yeah. like 15 minutes so yeah the climbing thing that is that is really appealing for sure yeah, and they give you just little minions as well. Like, you can set up oh. your own, like, kind of NPC. Like, you can customize them, and then you can not trade, but you can sort of submit them into this cloud, and then other players can use your minion, and you can use other players' minions. Right. Right. Mm. Okay. Oh, that sounds pretty cool. Maybe we'll check it out. I 100% oh, yeah. recommend it. If it's, like, super cheap on a Steam sale or something, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, sick. Okay. Well, uh, the second one is in production. We might see that uh, maybe this year, but probably next year. I'm cancelling all my plans for that day. (laughs) The person you you knew before Dragon's Dogma 2? Dead. She's not there. Dead. (laughs) Dead. Oh, my God. (laughs) All right, nugget number two. Um, Factorio has now sold 3.5 million copies, um, which is... Kind of less than I was expecting, to be honest, because every time I hear about Factorio, it's just about how successful that is on whatever platform it just launched on. Uh, but still, that's that's huge, and I'm, I'm glad they're seeing a lot of success and they're celebrating it. Oh, yeah. Wait, was it 3.5 or was it 305? Uh, 3.5 million. Oh, okay. Right. For some reason, I thought it was more as well. Interesting. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um, and they've got an expansion on the way, and they're doing the whole it'll, it'll be ready when it's ready thing. They've been working oh. on it for a couple of years now. Um, right. I, th- I think it was expected last year, but yeah, maybe hopefully this year. Uh, yeah, they said there's a lot of exciting mechanics and new things they're adding, so uh, oh keep an eye out for that. That's I'm going to, yeah, that'll be my Dragon's Dogma 2. I've actually never played. Uh, it just looks so in depth, like it looks almost intimidating because it's just so mm, much. But um, for sure, no, I'm so happy for them. That's yeah. it's always good to hear yeah. a studio doing really well. Legit. Uh, nugget number three, we got uh, Stalker Two is is a thing, and it has a gameplay trailer. So this is the long-awaited sequel to the original Stalker game. Did you guys ever play that? No, I never played no, it. No, I never played it either. I mean, insanely atmospheric. Kind of like, um, I think those, you know, like the Metro 2033 games, mm. they kind of felt like a, a spiritual successor to, to the, that first Stalker game. Just really atmospheric and not super good combat or even storytelling or anything like that, but just a unique setting that um, kind of felt like games hadn't gone there before. Uh, oh. And so, yeah. Stalker 2 getting uh, getting some hype um, with the gameplay trailer that came out earlier this week. I haven't I haven't seen the trailer, but yeah, if they can kind of bring back the atmosphere and make it contemporary, that that could be interesting. Right. Still good. It's still good. The one that's spelled like capital S period capital yeah. T. Yeah, yeah. I, I was actually going to ask movie? about that. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It seems like a really full-on acronym, right? Like, what could that possibly <laughs> yeah. stand for? Yeah. I, think, I think it might be a style thing. Really? I mean, oh, I don't know. Yeah, Is it, come on, who's going to remember the acronym for whatever that stands for? <laughs> That's true. It, eh? it reminds me a lot of Metro. Yeah. Uh, Metro Exodus or whatever it was called, which I never played. Every time I, I get close to playing that game, I tell someone and they're like, don't play it, it sucks. Oh, really? I've heard really good things about the Metro series. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah, like like I say, if you into the into the atmospheric kind of deal, the Metro series is real good. But like, yeah, the the combat and the storytelling and the voice acting and the animation, it's not so good. Right, right. Um, so I've got uh, <laughs> this is supposedly what it stands for, though it apparently is not confirmed, <laughs> which is oh, so no. funny to me. <laughs> oh dear, Joe okay, spending, uh, Joe spreading lies and deceit on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is my uh, non-fact corner. Um, scavengers, fast trespassers, adventurers, loners, killers. Explorers and robbers is scavenge. I mean, I mean, is a stalker. That is so overcomplicated. Scavengers, trust. Oh, it's easy to remember, dude. Don't you just have to remember stalker? <laughs> stalker, trespassers, adventurers, loaders, killers, explorers, robbers. Easy. Oh my god, that's like I can imagine the boardroom where they're all getting in. You know, they're ordering Chinese for dinner. They can't figure out a name, and they just decide to stack all the names on top of each other. And they're like, "Yeah, stalker, that works." Yeah. Yeah. God damn, that's so weird. Okay, cool. That seems to be the internet consensus, but there appears to be some uh, others around, which is just sort of all, you know, mixtures of the same things. Right. Yeah. Um, so final, final news, and this is the last place you'd come for Pokemon news, but here we are. We got, uh, we got Pokemon Corral version um, <laughs> releasing a demo. So this, the reason why I'm interested in this is it's a ROM hack. And they've set out to recreate the feeling of playing gold or silver for the first time. Um, and mm. they're putting 
a big kind of uh, onus on like the way it runs. They got 60 FPS. They've got all these beautiful animations they're putting in there. Um, and yeah, that's, uh, you know, that's something I'm interested in cheating Nintendo out of money and playing a new Pokemon game. It's kind of a win win. <laughs> Wait, so what is it called? Pokemon Carousel? Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I want that one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, come on, Coral, as in, like, the, the deep sea. Oh, yeah, deep sea, I yeah. totally misheard you. Okay, Coral. And this is a fan-made thing? Uh, yeah, yeah. Right, right. And I mean, I assume a... so, because it's a ROM hack. So yeah, yeah. I Nintendo imagine it's not a official one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, okay. All right, okay. Yeah. I'll be keen to try it out. Yeah, Are you a Pokemon yeah. fan, Ash? I was a huge Pokemon fan. Like I, mm. I was that peak, you know, preteen age when Pokemon came out. And so I remember, Same. I think my tenth birthday. I guess I was still a child then. Like tenth birthday, I had a Pokemon themed birthday. Like I, oh, no I was way. all about it. Um, obsessed. Did you dress up? Uh, no, but my auntie made me a really cool cake. Oh hell yeah! Oh, Sick. Um, but yeah, I was, I was a huge fan of Pokemon um and yet yeah, still going I'm not as much of a fan as I used to be um just because it's like I can't even I can't I've got, again too many games right like I really want to mm. play Scarlet and Violet but I just do not have the time I yeah. usually pick yeah. them all up I've never I haven't really finished one since I never fin finished silver or gold not silver oh, wow. or gold no sorry I'm lying um, shield and sword. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, that, I mean, that was an exercise in mediocrity, if ever I saw it. Oof. Yeah. I mean, it was. I don't know. I didn't mind it. I just stopped. Um, but yeah. I mean, I'm glad that it's still going strong. And like, it's weird that my friends' kids are now big fans of Pokemon. <laughs> and I was like, oh boy. Like, Cycle continues. However, they think I'm really cool because I'm just like, hey, how's that uh, Sneevil going? <laughs> how's your yeah. Sneevil going? Like, how's your, like, how's that evolution going? Like, because I know all the little. You know the lingo. Yeah. yeah. So the kids, kids think I'm cool. <laughs> mm -hmm. Auntie Ash, <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna start calling you Auntie from now on. <laughs> yeah, but oh yeah, does it? It does definitely make me feel old. But I'm I'm glad that there's like the new generation that's super into it. So um, I will I will eventually get to Scarlet and Violet, and I would like to play this Coral because it sounds really cool. Yeah, yep. But yeah, we'll see if I get the time. It, um, was there ever like a, a point where you were like, I don't know if I could do Pokemon anymore, even though you still are keen to play them? Was there, was there something that happened in Sword and Shield where you were like, nah, I no, I don't actually really remember Sword and Shield. Um, yeah. I ended up getting, was it Let's Go Eevee? I think it was the last one I bought, maybe. Oh, yeah. I think that did you play Pokemon Go? I did. I played yeah. that a lot. Um, and just when I think about that time where it was just like, everyone was playing pokemon go you know yeah yeah um it was such a wholesome time yeah. i remember like seeing people playing on the train and they'd see me playing and we have a little chat i don't know had like a interaction like that since pokemon go yeah it really just like changed so much like it was so yeah. nice just like people you know getting exercise and meeting new people and uh you know and i i fully got into it as well and i remember at one point i worked in a retail and my boss was just like okay i'll pay you to play pokemon go to like give out the what is it when you put something out so pokemon flock to the area oh uh, yeah the lures or whatever yeah yeah i got paid to put a lure every hour so people Whoa. would come into the shop That's wow nice level right there. <laughs> yeah i was yeah. like this is this is the life this is great <laughs> But like my my grandma even knew about it because she would join. She would see a group of people walking down the beach and she would just join them. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute. Like it yeah, was just like awesome. a really good time, and it was totally. really good just conversation starter. And I missed it. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah, yeah. Bring it back. Bring it back. I mean, it's still around. I think Wahoo yeah. plays Pokemon Go. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I I, I think it's actually still raking in billions of dollars per yeah. year. So like it's it's out there. <laughs> Going fine. Yeah, they're yeah, doing no. well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do have more Pokemon questions, but we probably should because it's going to start getting 
we're going to go into the Pokemon land, and as soon as Darren and I start talking about Pokemon, it's, all <laughs> it's, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Um, so, is that all the chicken that we have? That's all the chicken we have, babes. I Lunch feel well-fed. I feel full. I feel, yeah, I feel, I feel good. Those That's four so nuggets, good. just really wow, delicious. <laughs> Finger licking. Just one more yes. <laughs> Big Italian yeah, yeah. chef kiss. Uh, oh, my God. How are we not sponsored? <laughs> we are trying to get a sponsor I really want Scrub Daddy to sponsor the pod <laughs> No, they just look so gross <laughs> I love them uh, um, So, this week's topic is really broad um, But we have a couple different avenues we can go down with it And we, we got you in specifically for this topic The topic is horror oh, um, I love it Yes <laughs> um, So, I mean, we can start out real basic And just go like, hey, what's what's your favourite horror game, Ash? Uh, Resident Evil 2, the original one. That is no, also, yeah. I'm like, it's my favorite game of all time. It just, it's lucky yeah. it just happens to be horror. Yeah, yeah. Huge. Is it that what platform? That was that PlayStation Two. PlayStation One. One. Oh my god. Yeah, really gone, gone back. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like it's just the go-to game. Like even when I just want something, you know, when you just want a game you've played a lot. And you know it back to front, essentially, but you just, mm. and it's just a nice, short, sweet time. That's Resident Evil 2 to me now. Like, I can just mm. pop it on. I know what I'm doing. I don't have to think too much. I still yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've seen you play almost all of that game <laughs> when you were streaming, so. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I feel like just while I was streaming, I only played almost, Res I only displayed Resident Evil games. Pretty much. I'm <laughs> yeah. fine with that. I'm very fine with that. Um, what what was it that, like, draws you to Resident Evil 2 to make it your favourite of all time? Was it, is, do you have, like, a specific set of things? Um, so I think I just really like the environment. I mean, I was a big fan of the first one. I still, like, still am a big fan of the first one. Um, but I never got... I never played it because I was too scared to play the first mm. one, but I watched a family member play it. Um, oh. But two, two was the first one I could play by myself, despite shitting bricks every time <laughs> when I was a kid, you know? Yeah. Um, and I love the fact that instead of it's set in a mansion, it's set in Raccoon City. And so you could see the sort of the destruction of the entire town. Um, yeah, yeah. And I like the two... Uh, campaigns, you know, Claire, uh, Claire's campaign and, and Leon's campaign. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And how you can start one, end on the other, and then switch it around. So, you, like, you can do Leon A and then Claire B, and then next you can do Claire A, Leon B. Like, there's just so much replayability. Right. Um, and, yeah, I just really like, like, there's, there's romance in it, there's action, there's deceit. It's just all you want. It's a drama. It's got it all. Yeah, yeah. It's got it all. Yeah. But it was what, really what creepy you... as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. What did you think of um, the remake? I loved it. I think the remake is is incredible. I think they kept that old feeling and, like, it was genu genuinely spooky. But mm. they didn't change too much of it, so it lost its spark. Right. I, th I think that's the hardest thing to transfer over, right? Especially yeah. when you're moving across, like, multiple generations is capturing that same mood or, like, the essence of, of the original. Yeah, and um, I think it did a really good job in it. Like, you know, obviously it refreshed gameplay. We don't have, like, the tank controls or anything. Mm -hmm. um, but it was still just scary. And it scared me again, all over again which is so nice and then it like <laughs> expectations which is really good like you'd be like oh i wonder if they're going to do this the sort of exact same sort of story beat as the original one and they'd slightly yeah. change it so it wasn't like alienating older fans but drawing in new fans it was great it's fantastic yeah thick yeah. did, did you, did you play that one yeah sorry joe <laughs> Go on. oh no no you're right I, I was just gonna say i remember playing through that one and uh texting Ash while I was playing and being like, oh, what are you up to? And then, yeah. <laughs> it's great. I, I recommend both. Um, I mean, the original one is obviously a little bit harder to uh, get these days, but um, if, if anyone asks me for I like suggestions for horror games, I'll definitely throw in uh, the remake. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Hell yeah. 
was there what are the themes in two in the original like in the playstation one is it just zombos yeah so it's uh so you're essentially dealing with the aftermath of resident evil one so the protagonists of resident evil one are gone they're trying to work out like trying to uh get people talking about all the evil shit that umbrella right. has done so some i think chris is in and jill are in europe and blah blah, blah. so now it's just like cool now that there's an outbreak so somehow you, you find out in the game but the mm. virus has, has been leaked into the yep. series system and then the rats infect everyone and then it's now you're yeah in this small city in some american town and yep. um no wait america like south southeast no america somewhere um <laughs> but um yeah and then it's just sort of you're like this rookie cop and Claire, who's trying to find her brother Chris, and they sort of just bump into each other, and then um, chaos ensues. So it is chaos big zombies is. and as monsters. There's obviously yeah. it's a res- can't be a Resident Evil without monsters. Um, does, does it have like I know that Umbrella is like a big corporation. Is it sort of like anti-corporate messaging? Is that kind of the vibe? Mm, kind of. I th- I get like as the series has progressed, you definitely get anti corporation vibes but also very pro US government vibes <laughs> because right. end up like, like sorry that like they're going to come in and save the day kind Essentially, of thing yeah. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, uh, and it gets really hammed up like towards like you know Resident Evil 5 and 6 um, but it was definitely like oh yeah this is the big bad corporation you know everyone yeah, sort yeah. of it's like the whole like they've opened up this lab in this town and because of this lab a lot of people have moved into raccoon city to make it like the city it is so it's like um so yeah people that work in the lab also live in resident evil uh live in um, uh raccoon city and all of that so it does touch on it a little bit um but yeah it's mainly just gross zombies and monsters yeah right yeah, that's so funny. I always find that really interesting when, like, the game initially, or, like, the idea of the kind of thing is, like, oh, big, big bad corporation, but the thing to save it is government. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. here comes America. Hoorah, yeah. boys. Get in the truck, <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, just oh, really, yeah. like, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But, no, it's, it's look, as I'm a huge, I'm still a huge fan of Resident Evil, um, but I do want to, I do fully get how ridiculous the whole story is and i'm yeah. okay with that <laughs> yeah yeah no oh, yeah. i mean we're both metal gear fans here and oh we, yeah uh, i love yeah. metal gear and that is absurd <laughs> yeah no full full <laughs> schlock is the way <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah um yeah right um so we had this message or this email rather message an email from pete last week um asking about horror and that's kind of like got me onto this track i guess and mm-hmm. he's talking about like um you've got a question here what uh, are the conditions and mechanics that make a truly great horror game is restriction on the player a mechanic and uh, i think it's kind of there's like a couple of different interesting things in there um like is the way you move in a horror game like part of the scariness of it you know like in um in those original resident evil games like the camera being fixed or whatever is that kind of part of the the scariness like how do you feel about that um, I definitely agree. I think there's something, you know, because it was fixed camera angles and there's certain layouts of rooms, you know, you'd walk into a room and you can't see what's around the hallway, but you can hear it. Um, and right. I think that really adds uh, to the suspense and the scary feeling because there was plenty of times where I've just like gone into a room, have heard something and I don't know what it is and I've noped right out of there, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, yeah, it helped a lot. And it was just due to restrictions of the technology at the time. But I think uh, even just tank controls as well, you know, mm-hmm. um, adds to the scariness because it's like not, you try, it's it's harder to sort of dodge and weave, right? Um, yeah. So it kind of adds adds to it as well. 
Um, yeah, I, I feel like when you're working with tank controls, like if you panic as the player, then your character suffers for it because you're yeah. not going to be as like, accurate trying to execute your escape plan or whatever. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I agree. Um, I do love a, a fixed camera angle type of, of deal uh, just because, yeah, I like the, the, it's like the fear of the unknown, right? Mm -hmm. Um like what is that thing around the corner that I can't see but I can hear and it sounds gross and I don't want to deal with it, you know? Um yep. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah, right. Hell yeah. The, there's like a few different things there, right? Like there's the building of atmosphere through that kind of like, you know, heard but not seen thing, which I think is like a big part of horror, especially in movies, right? Where where like in Blair Witch Project or whatever, like you never see the scary thing. It's just always kind of there. Yep. Oh, the man. implied, yeah, you know, that, that's, you hear it, you don't see it. Definitely, and that's something I've always sort of preferred in my games and in my TV shows and in movies. Like yeah. uh, Alien does it really well. Like yeah. you know, um, like you said, Blair Witch. Um, and I remember, I, I it's it's a bit, you know, it's a bit cheesy, but um, Paranormal Activity was really oh my good. God. Yeah, and until yeah. you saw, it was just like. A group of old lady witches and i was just like i'm out i'm down like that's it it's not scary to me anymore because right, now right, i know right. it's just like old ladies some old ladies <laughs> yeah i i think it's just that our imaginations are always more active than like what the filmmakers are capable of showing yep. so like when they rely on sound design or they rely on you know like you say just hearing some super cooked noise around the corner and you're like there's no way i'm going around that corner like mm. that's that's where the spice is. I think that's like, oh man, we're relying on the player to kind of be immersed in the world and like be paying attention. But the payoff is huge when it works. Mm. Yeah. And it could be like a cute little bunny, but you know, it's not a cute little bunny. <laughs> you know, my brain yeah. is not telling me it's a cute little bunny. Yeah, totally. Uh -huh. um, yeah, that's awesome. The, uh, are there any games that do that? sort of slow reveal just as well as not just as well i mean it's, it's we're talking about two different mediums but do it in a similar way like the mm. slow reveal of the monster yeah i think uh alien isolation does it really well oh, yeah. um Ooh. and i was kind of lucky in my playthrough that i didn't actually get to see the alien too much yeah right right um and when i did though it was terrifying um mm. but i think yeah i think you play that game for a good solid 20 minutes before you see the alien yeah. um uh recently been playing signalis i think that does it mm. really well yeah um i i try and avoid games that um uh jump scares not that i have a, a huge issue with mm. jump scares or anything but yeah i just i need that build up of atmosphere um, and I think that's why I love PT as well, because uh, it was just a nice slow burn, but when it was there, it was terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's one of our favorites as well. We've yeah. just played it so many times and yeah, they just get, it's just so annoying that one of the best horror experiences is like a free demo. You know, I feel like yeah. there's so much untapped potential there that we had Del Toro and Kojima come out and they're like, we got a 30 minute experience. It's free to download right now. And it just like blew us all away. Yeah. And, and for me, it's still one of the scariest experiences around in video games. And it came out like eight years ago. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I will hundred percent back you up. Like it was, it's probably, I, I was like, it is one of my favorite games, but I mean, I technically consider it a game, essentially. It's an interactive experience, <laughs> yeah. you know, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was just incredible. I think about mm. that game. That game lives in my mind rent free. I just. Dude, I'm pretty sure Joe said that last week. Like, it's Probably. just, it's so iconic. Mm. Mm. I, and it sort of spawned a bunch of, or it felt like it did. It spawned a bunch of PT likes shortly after that. You know, Definitely. it was like walking through a hallway, realistic house, kind of graphics and jump scares. And yeah, none of them seemed to do what the PT did as well as it did. Maybe it was because they were trying to make a full game and not a 30 minute, 45 minute long demo. Um, 
and some of them are just sort of like the thing that i really liked about pt as well it was just like um unapologetic in its obtuseness like mm. i there was like puzzles that you just couldn't solve unless you looked them up like like you had to like walk 12 steps down a hallway and turn 45 degrees and then wait for the baby to cry and then press a button on the control like there's so much dumb stuff that you had to do to get the true ending in that game yep um whereas a lot of these other um walking spookies are like you know collect five of the tinctures and put them all in the thing you know yeah. it, it, it never really it felt the way that pt was kind of this unknowable weird puzzle like freak out yeah yeah i think i think the format freed them up a little bit too because yeah. i think if you had paid like 20 dollars or 40 dollars or whatever for pt and like the ending is basically impossible unless you look it up you know it's yeah. very difficult to to understand and i think maybe it wouldn't have been as well received but yeah because it was like a free download and there's this weird mystique around it because it was only on the playstation store for a year or something before konami made it disappear um, yeah and it was just yeah. this whole thing about it as well like we didn't know it was a kojima game but it was the guy wrapped yeah. in the bandages it was like you know it was like this whole like uh like theater. performance yeah theater yeah. to it which is great mm. and i was i not kidding when i say i was on that reddit solve it like trying to figure oh, out yeah. these theories and like uh. reading i was every day till like 2 a.m i oh. was just really into the like mystery of it like trying yeah, to sort yeah. of like looking at yeah people's theories and watching video essays like it was yeah. ridiculous that's yeah. awesome yeah, I, I kind of think there needs to be, I mean, obviously PT or like Silent Hills would be the thing to do it. And we're getting some Silent Hill games in the near future as well, right? But yes. I kind of feel like they're not going to do that weird, like, you know, Reddit <laughs> 2 a.m. in the morning experience. <laughs> no, no, that's, that's all I want, really. I want to yeah. I want to just not have sleep and be on Reddit till 3 a.m. Oh, it's yeah, the dream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The other um, thing that I loved about it was like you could play it several times and get different spooks depending on like some weird things that just you didn't know how you did. Like but once we were playing and like you walk down the hallway and I think it's like the second or third time and if you look out the window or like angle the camera in a I don't I don't know what it was, but like Lisa would just be there in the window looking at you. Yeah. And there's another yeah. one where she'll be like up on the banister looking down and that was really creepy too. Um yeah game a game ruled yeah it was really good um and i just think i have some really good memories attached to it because i yeah. decided to play it uh, and my housemate got home from work and i was like you have to sit down with me because i actually cannot do this by myself <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then he was like sitting with me holding a pillow like a cushion covering his eyes and then another friend popped over and then was watching me play it and we were all just screaming yeah yeah sorry sorry like it was just such a we were all so involved and trying to like work out and giving the little baby then a name and just like it was just so <laughs> involved in it. it was great it was great yeah, yeah. lots of good memories around pt yeah yeah um and it had some interesting themes as well you know like we're talking about like the corporate thing like it there's amazing video essays talking about how it's all to do with Kojima's last year or whatever at Konami. And mm -hmm. it's kind of this, um, you know, a hidden letter to to the fans and to his employer and all this sort of stuff. Um, yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Do you think there's like a way that we could have another PT, even though it, it may not be Kojima or whatever, it could be anyone, but do you think there's a, a way that that's a possibility in the year 2023 of our Lord Jesus Christ? <laughs> Oh, I I reckon. I think we yeah. can. I think we can get something that's PT level, 100%. Yeah. I think there's yeah. too much talent out there to say we can't. Um, mm. uh, we just, I, you know, it's going to be like this little indie gem or something that's going to do it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I hope, in my heart of hearts, I really, really hope that Kojima does something spooky mm. um because he's a bit of a freak and i think it's gonna be a fun time <laughs> yeah yeah totally um i love you kojima don't come for me 
You're like, I love you. I'll kiss you right on the mouth. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think we are going to get something. I think mm. we're overdue to get something like that. I just, uh, I'm, I'm waiting and I'm hoping. And when it does come out, I'll be screaming from the rooftop. Yeah. Hell yeah. There was, um, there was a weird little horror game. Like, this is kind of like what I'm really interested in. Like you said, like there'll be like an indie studio that does something like this, but I, I've been really loving all the horror stuff that indies have been churning out, you know, um, what was that? Like Signalis and uh, what's that one about the embalming? The oh, Mortuary Assistant. Yeah, I really want to play Mortuary Assistant. That looks really scary. Um, and then that one that you were playing a little while ago on stream. What, what was that one called? The the one with the cameras. Oh, um, uh, um, 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 Chiller's art game. Um, yeah. Let me have a look. I think it was convenience store. Oh, no, there was no, the one where it no, was like... I'm talking about... You just reminded me. It is... Yeah. Um, 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 I'm on observation duty. Observation duty, yeah. Yes. Dude. Yes. Yeah. Can you explain observation duty to Darian? Oh yeah, is that like a, a five... It sounds like a Five Nights at Freddy's type of deal? Or is it better? It sounds better. <laughs> uh, I, I've, I've only played the first Five Nights at Freddy's, uh, so I can't really say... Um, but it is essentially like you're uh, somewhere. I don't know. You're like a paranormal investigator or whatever. Ooh. Or yeah, you know, you're on observation duty essentially. So you you are so there's fixed cameras in a room of or like in a a, a house. There's a house. There's a school. There's wherever blah blah blah. Ooh. And you have to cycle through the cameras and pick up any anomalies. Oh like yeah. It could be. Uh, like furniture slightly moved, it could be something completely missing, it could be a void swallowing up the whole room, it could be um, a guy, a naked guy just standing there. Yeah, that <laughs> like, sounds cool. It, it kind of sounds like just. <laughs> yeah, kind I mean, of it sounds is. sounds like paranormal activity, the game. Kind of, yeah, if it was fun and it wasn't just full of just people making terrible decisions. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, the hatred. No, I love paranormal activity, but it's just a, an hour and a half of, like, just people making the worst decisions. Yeah, worst totally. decisions. Um, but, yep. yeah, so you're... Um, and you have to last. So it kind of in in regards to, like, that, the Five Nights at Freddy's thing, you have to last all night, like, until, like, 6 a.m. or 5 a.m., um, without dying, because if you have too many anomalies going out um, at once and you don't catch catch all of them, then it's game over. Right. Okay. Um, and like sometimes it's so subtle, like a missing piece of paper in a. Oh neck. god. Like, it's so subtle, but. Oh, like... I'd be so bad at that game. I'm so unobservant. <laughs> well, it's essentially just like a um, spot the difference, but yeah. spooky. Oh man. Which is yeah, really okay. nice. Like it just works. It's simple. Um. There's five of them now. They're super cheap. And they're yeah. essentially like... Oh, I don't want to... I, I do apologize if there is like a 3D artist attached to it. But like, I from what I can tell, like the first few are just Unity assets. Right, um, right. And uh, like he smashed out five in like, what, a, two years or something. Yeah. Um, and yeah. they're both just... I just get so excited when a new one comes out because... <laughs> They're just simple. And then if you play it and like you play it on stream and like a lot of people just get involved because it is a spot the difference type of thing. So you can be like, hey, oh. someone look at the kitchen. Someone look at the hallway. Uh, yeah, that's a great <laughs> game for streaming. Yeah, I even had, I was streaming it a while ago and even Joe was like on, on like living room duty. So <laughs> I think, did you have like screenshots or something? Dude, well? yeah, I was cheating. I had like taken screenshots and like looking back on them. It didn't help at all. Like it didn't get, it's completely fruitless. But uh, yeah, I was I was looking around. Yeah, it's just a fun time. I can imagine playing it in person would be pretty cool as well. Just like sitting together with a group of people and trying to, trying yeah. to spot the difference. I love them. Like I'm so keen. Yeah. The only one I wasn't a huge fan of is the third one because it's in first person and you're using your like phone camera to oh, take photos right. of everything. I just like the whole, like, static camera yeah. switching over. Um, yeah, it's, 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 I can't recommend them enough. And they're usually just, like, 
three bucks, five bucks. Wow, that's oh, yeah. so cheap. Yeah. 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 Are there any other little indies that you've come across that you want to shout out or recommend? Um, I mean, I'm I'm a big fan of Chiller's art. Um, when uh whenever there's a new Chiller's art game come that comes out, I get really excited for that. They're just nice, short, contained stories where some spooky stuff happens. And um, the first one I have I had ever played was Abandoned Abandoned Property or something like that. Um, what I just really um like about Chiller's art games is that it's spookiness in like the mundane. Yeah. So it's like at in a house or it's at your work. And for me that I find super terrifying because it's just like, these are places where you're like comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you sort of subvert that, that's what freaks me out. Yeah. yeah. How think... did you, sorry, go on. No, no, no go ahead. Uh, how did you go in something like Gone Home, which isn't a horror game by genre, but it has that kind of spooky atmosphere and it's based in a mundane place like that family's house. Did you ever play it? Yeah, I did. Um, and it freaked me out. It freaked yeah, me right. out. It was so right. good at, at atmosphere. It was just, mm. I, okay. I mean, I don't love it, but I love it in the horror sense. I, the feeling of dread. Right. And totally. When I was playing through um, Gone Home, it was just dread from start to end. I was like, "Oh God, who am I gonna find? What is gonna happen? Yeah. What's happened here? Something bad's happened here." <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. when you get up to that attic, and you're just like, "Oh my God! Oh my God!" Like I just, I think I got to a point where it's like, I am struggling to move forward because what, yeah. what is gonna be up here? Um, isn't isn't that amazing because they didn't they didn't do anything really like it it's kind of atmosphere in what isn't there and it's just you and this house that has most of the lights turned off and it's just like you you put like a dark room in a game and the human mind is like fuck that room i'm not (laughs) going anywhere near that room it just it takes so little to have such a huge effect yeah, exactly. Um, that's yeah. That's what I love. I want those little bits and pieces in in video games. Mm. And I'm not dis uh, like I'm not going talking shit about games such as like um, what's the one that's like you're you've got a camera like. In your oh, Outlast. Outlast. Outlast, yeah. Um, they're definitely fun to watch other people play, but mm. it's for me. I just cannot play those games. Um. First of all, I just don't like being chased. <laughs> and you can't fight back. Not like every game I want to yeah. be able to fight back, but I just, I think they rely a lot on shock value as well. Mm-hmm. Environment-wise, sometimes, like, they do get the spooks. They do the spooks well. But yeah, it's just that little, the dread, you know? Mm-hmm. The little bits mm-hmm. of dread when you play these these uh, games. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think tension plays a huge part in like building up an atmosphere so that when you do finally get to that dark room, you just don't want to go in. Yeah. Uh, I think that that's definitely a really special thing that um, isn't, isn't really like there's not much cross pollination between that and other genres. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's really just horror that kind of puts you to the test, so to speak. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Oh, yeah. I remember when um, I think it was, 2020 as we were playing horror games like once a week together over oh, Skype, over, like, i remember Jesus. that because yeah, i remember yeah. when you were playing world visage. of the visage and you were playing world of is it world of horror or song, song of, of horror, horror? That's song it. of horror yeah yeah we do not recommend song of horror <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah no but look it's uh you know we we had a good time because we were just hanging out playing horror games like yeah. that uh yeah we we did it every sunday throughout uh, pretty much every Sunday during that second lockdown in Melbourne, the really long yep. one, and it just it basically saved my life. It was awesome. Oh yeah, it was yep. really fun. Um, uh, yeah, I remember Visage being quite scary as well, but it sort of didn't like I was saying before. It didn't really have much to say. Like it was just sort of like here's some spooks. Off you go. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There's like I a think... few chapters to that, right? There is. Yeah. Yeah. We played them. 
Yeah, I I think I enjoyed Visage the most just for the spooks because it was pretty scary. Yeah. Um, and I, I find there's nothing better than starting a horror game. The, the beginning mm. of horror games seem to have, like, I don't know what it is, but there's a lot of consistency that they're always spooky because they're trying to establish an atmosphere. And a lot yeah. of the time, even if the overall game doesn't end up being good, that first kind of hour is always really enjoyable, especially if you're with friends. Yeah, 100% agree. Um, that's why, like, I'll always tend to go back to a game like Phasmophobia. Oh, I, I can't do Phasmophobia. Oh, you can't? No, I just like, I just can't get into it. I've tried a few times. Maybe I just have to find the right group to play with. I don't know. I've, it's Something about it is too ugly for me to enjoy. <laughs> it is. Look, it is. Um, yeah. It is not the prettiest game, but yeah. I think it does spookiness really well. Like, yeah, right. Even when you're with your friends, I think it, it, and I like the fact that you've got a job to do, essentially. Mm. Like, it's not, like, it's spooky, but you've also got it. you're not walking around uncertain about what to do in these, in this house. It's like, cool, no, I have to figure out what's haunting this house. Right, So I've right. got to set up all these bits and pieces and take notes and, and that. So it's kind of like a simulator <laughs> kind of like you know and you know me i love a simulation game but um mm. uh yeah this yeah right just, i think it it does it it does really well like there are a few times where i've played it with friends and i'm like cool i'm gonna stay in the truck enjoy it <laughs> yeah it's... yeah yeah maybe we should give it a go sometime taz like get phoebe involved or something as well and have, have another try i don't know yeah I am just so keen on multiplayer horror games because there's not many of them. And, like, mm. I, I, I can't even name any if I tried. Like, the first thing that comes to mind is Dead Space 3, and that, like, that's not that's not a good thing, you know. That's, <laughs> like, the only multiplayer horror game I can think of. But um, I have seen a bit of footage from Phasmophobia, and it just looks like so much fun. Like... I'm all about embracing the jank, and it's not the prettiest looking game or whatever, but it just seems like a lot of fun. Yeah. It oh, yeah. It's, it's definitely it my uh, like artist snobbery coming out when I say <laughs> yeah. it. Because like, it, it looks bad. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. I'm a terrible person. Sorry, what were you going to say, Ash? Uh, I don't remember. That's fine. Right. That's right. <laughs> um, I think, I mean, do you have anything else to go on with all uh, the stuff that you want to say about horror games before we wrap things up? Oh, I mean, I can actually talk about horror games all the time. So um, I will always be down for a part two. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah totally. um, if, um, How about one last question? Please. If, if, you, were to in, if you were wanting to introduce um, the horror genre to someone and they've never played a horror game before, Ooh. what game would you recommend? Ooh, okay. Um... Okay, I'm going to be a bit biased, and I have spoken about Resident Evil on this, on this, uh, just previously on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I love the remake of the first one. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, and I think that's just a good overall time. I think it kind of captures sort of new gameplay and older gameplay really well. Um, yeah. Uh, it still has the fixed camera angles, but it doesn't have the tank controls. You can switch it to tank controls. Um, right. But um, I would probably recommend that. Um, yeah, okay. I don't cool. think it's... I think it's aged well. But in saying that, if they ever did a remake of Resident Evil, like a, a third one, mm -hmm. or no, a second one, to be in the same vein as like Resident Evil 2 and 3 remake, I'd be all for uh, that yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, totally. But I mean, yeah, I'd say if if you're kind of a bit uncertain, I'd say jump with friend, like jump in with friends for like a game of Phasmo. Because even I've got a few friends that don't like horror, but they'll always jump in with Phasmo. Oh, okay, there you go. I'm gonna convert you both of you to Phasmo fans. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, right. I'm open to it. Let's go. Yeah, Jay. let's play it. <laughs> we gotta um, get that as a PC. Okay, start yeah, a, that's start it. Start a GoFundMe and I'm only a console slob at the moment. That's fine. As long as you're playing games, doesn't matter how you're playing games. 
Well, that's it. We love that attitude. Um, yeah. Bo, did you have any closing thoughts? Uh, no, I'm good. Let's let's, uh, let's wrap it up. Well, we've we've actually got an email here. Oh. Um, so we've gotten a bit of a, an addendum from Pete. Um, so Ash, we mentioned we've got our game clubs thing going on. Yep. Our first game club game was in November last year and we played Death's Door. Have you played it? I haven't, but it is on the list because it does look really fun. Right. So both Joe and I played it and I loved it and Joe hated it. <gasps> and and so we um, we got an email from uh, Pete last week and that's why we're doing this podcast about horror and blah, 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 blah. But he went as far as to mention that he had played our game clubs game, but he didn't mention it at all. Like if he liked them or if he was siding with Joe or what the deal was. (laughs) So he's uh, sent us another email um, with a bit of an addendum here. Hey, Joe and Daz and Ash. I can't believe I wrote a novel length email, which I apologize on how long they are. Never apologize, Pete. We love your essays. They're the best. Uh, while putting you both in limbo with Game Club. The verdict is, I'm sorry, Joe. Someone Uh. definitely has to win and (laughs) has won with Death's Door. It was a very polished game, incredibly fun, and the music absolutely loved it. Uh, Music I muted. Yeah, so Joe disliked the music so much he turned it off in the game. Oh, my God. And it was like, it was crazy for me, right, because I played that game and I was like, all right, no matter what happens, the art is straight fire. And like, I was listening to the soundtrack on Spotify. Like I love the music and we kicked the pot off and Joe was like, the art is ugly. And I turned the music off. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> uh, so Pete goes on death door felt it knew exactly what it was, but on the other side of that, it felt like a very safe game that didn't go too far from its scope. But then there's Sayonara Wild Hearts and wow, it was so unique and wonderful that it felt like they achieved what Death Store didn't to truly go outside the box. Uh, and I love it for that. It just felt so right, so seamless. I didn't want Sayonara Wild Hearts to end. I wanted more. Couldn't agree more, dude. Yeah. Uh, thanks, boys. Hope that helped from Pete. Hell yeah. Uh, Thank you, Pete. Bless you. Yeah. Hell yeah, That's Pete. Great. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Oh man, yeah. I mean, fair enough. Look, I maybe maybe it's because okay. So when I was playing Death Store, this is not a excuse, but I was also playing Signalis, and so I was like oh. trying to get into Death Store, but I, Signalis was beckoning me from my survival horror roots and was like, Joe, you, you, this is not this, this this game here doesn't deserve your attention. Come over to Puppet Signalis, and mm, we'll, we'll yep. look after you. Yeah. So. But a lot of the stuff I still, I still, I said in an episode, I still stand by. So whatever, can't redeem it. Shit! <laughs> oh, well, Ash, so stoked you came on the pod. It was so nice to have a third voice to, uh, you know, and like a researched voice. Like I'm just uneducated, extremely opinionated. But you're in the industry. It's just been <laughs> such a great time to have you here. Thank you so much. I do appreciate the invite. Like I said, I am always keen to just talk about games in general, but horror games? Mm, 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 mm. Like, yeah, I am um, I, a spooky girl at heart. So um, I thank you so much. I appreciate it. I appreciate oh, yeah. you allow me to babble on for an hour. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. All right. Well, uh, we hope you all have a lovely weekend and we'll see you when it's almost the weekend again. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.